Hello, friend. Welcome back to Meg Living Inside Out. This is episode 16 of our series on friendship. A beginner's guide to confrontation. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when there is the log in your own eye, you hypocrite? First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Matthew 7, verses 3 through 5. I want you to notice what it does not say here. It doesn't say, just ignore the speck in your brother's eye. It doesn't say that. It also doesn't say, ignore the plank in your own eye and just, you know, try and get by with life. Part of human relationship is conflict and confrontation. It is inescapable. And when we grow up and we learn how to confront or we don't learn how to confront, we come to conflict with preconceived notions. Is this going to result in a blowout argument? Is this going to result in me being belittled and rejected or not being taken seriously? And so the reason I phrase this a beginner's guide to confrontation is because you have to start somewhere in understanding that confrontation is good. And those of us who did not learn healthy behaviors by modeling um, or having good examples set for us, we have to choose to learn later on in life. And so congratulations, you are here, you are bravely listening to this podcast. Give yourself a pat on the back, round of applause, seal of approval. Now there are two things that I want you to notice about this passage. First, is that when you recognize that there is a speck in your brother's eye, it says to first take the log out of your own eye. That is the first action that you should take. So when you're going to confront someone, you should deal with your responsibility first. And it says to, con- to treat what is in your own eye like a log compared to what is in your brother's eye, which is a speck. And that ratio is important because we should deal 10 times, 100 times more harshly with our own sin than we do with other people's. And (laughs) I could go on about the importance of walking rightly before God and the process of sanctification, but to put it quite bluntly, the more that you deal with your own heart before God, the more at peace you will live, both with yourself, with God, and with everyone around you. So this step is absolutely vital. The second thing I want you to notice about this is that the speck is in your brother's eye. So first, it's in your brother's eye, so it's assuming that there's a relationship with this person. In general, we usually only want to confront people with whom we are in a relationship. In general. Secondly, (laughs) this is in his eye. So this is affecting both the way that he sees the world, and it's also in a very sensitive and delicate part of the human body. Your eyeball does not have white blood cells. It cannot defend itself and deal with infection like the rest of the body. So we have to be very careful here. Otherwise, we're going to hurt our brother 
So we are to treat confrontation like eye surgery. Like we are going in with tweezers. Now, you wouldn't run across the room with tweezers and attack someone's eyeball. That's not appropriate. So you want to first deal with the log or the plank that is in your own eye and go in deep and get out as much as you can. (laughs) And then very gently with clean hands and a pure heart and some sterilized tweezers and prayerfully, thoughtfully thinking about your words beforehand, ideally, go in with tweezers and confront your brother and attempt to remove the speck. You will be doing your brother a service because they can now see the world better because there is no longer the speck in their eye. And a lot of times, this is so important, our sin creates blind spots in our life. That's why we need other people to tell us about it. There is a misconception within the body of Christ that, oh, I just won't tell them because I'm sure they'll figure it out at some point. No, I desperately needed people to pull me aside and tell me, when you do this, it stresses out all of your coworkers. When you do this, you are like, there is a cultural thing here and you are communicating XYZ even though you didn't intend to communicate XYZ or This habit of doing this is really rude and you need to cut that out. I desperately needed people to confront me. The person that I am today, there is so much fruit because I have been the very blessed recipient of some really important confrontation. Now, have I had some more messy confrontation that people could have done better? Yeah, but I mean, that's part of life too. And, uh, (laughs) we'll talk about that. Obviously, the scary part of confrontation is, how is this person going to receive it? Are they going to be open to constructive criticism? That sort of thing. And that's where dealing with the plank in your own eye comes in first, because if you've taken your time in dealing with your side in the situation they will be much more receptive to hearing your input on their blind spot. And generally that's true even when you're dealing with someone who is sensitive, someone who has a lot of negative connotations regarding confrontation. Um, The more gentle you can be going in, usually the better it turns out. There's another challenge here, which is This is a blind spot in their life. And sometimes a blind spot is something that's a a one-time event. Hey, I need to tell you you did this. Sometimes we need to confront people when there is a pattern in their life. And I like to call this a pattern sin, where it's something that has happened over and over. Maybe there's an underlying attitude. Maybe there's underlying perception that this is coming from. And... Again, it ties in perfectly with we're doing eye surgery here because there's a blind spot. They cannot see what they cannot see. And so when you're confronting a pattern sin, and this is 
so important. And this is really, really important to keep in mind in family relationships, in marriage. It is important that you wait. And you wait not only because you need to deal with the plank in your own eye, but you need to wait for the right opportunity. When their pattern sin has a very clear demonstration of in this situation, the big thing that went wrong was this. And you don't have messy circumstances that would distract from pointing out the pattern sin. Now, is waiting for that easy? No, it's not. Um, But waiting and bearing with this pattern sin is... Not to sound like a trite Christian, but it brings God glory. God is so patient with our sin, with our blind spots, and he is a righteous, holy God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote R.C. Sproul. We don't know who God is, and we don't know who we are. He is holy. And when we begin to understand that, it drastically changes the way that we see the world and we interact with God and the way that we reverence God. And so when we recognize how patient God has been with us, it helps us to endure and be patient with those that we need to confront. Now, there's a lot more that I could talk about on this topic, but I want to keep this episode short so that you don't feel intimidated listening to 11 minutes. And later on when we start talking about, you know, spontaneous confrontation where it happens and you need to say something in that moment versus like long drawn out relational, you have time to think about your words before you confront, All of that we're going to get into, and I'm excited. I'm excited to break it down into little bits and pieces. This is why I'm doing this as a podcast, so we can take this really big topic with so many facets and break it down into tiny, tiny little pieces. Easy to process, easy to think about, and I hope I will see you back here next week. If this podcast has given you something to think about, something you need to work through and process, I would encourage you to visit the link in the description, inversestream.com slash podcast slash friendship. There will be a web form there that will connect you with a digital mentor who wants to help and encourage you in your walk with Christ. This is not a professional counselor, simply a Christian who wants to encourage you. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Meg. I love my Jesus, and I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go and live it.